Hello and welcome to Starseed Sanctuary. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Olga Starr. So, what are we talking about today? Uh, I want to pick up from the last podcast because you know how um, I am with regards to channelings and I obviously highly disapprove them. Do you? Uh, yeah. Tell me what, tell And me then more. you did this channeling and it was more like a message and uh, it felt nice. What's your opinions on channeling then? Uh, channeling... Uh, the factor that I don't like is with the channeling, they overtake you. So it's almost like you lose control of your bodily vessel, whether it's automatic writing or... Do you think? Yeah. While with telepathy and inspirational writing, you're fully in control of yourself. So it's more like a communication rather than talking through you. And that is for me fine. That's interesting. But when they overtake you, I feel it's almost like violating your freedom to be in the human body. Because if they want to be in the human body, they can come down themselves. I think what, what I've heard in people talking about the channeling experience, the ones that I've heard, um, they mentioned specifically Daryl Anker, who channels the Yael from based on coming from our last podcast. He says that he's very much there but he's taken a back seat and they've come yeah. forward. Yeah. And he is, can hear what's being said. He's like fully present, but their voice is yeah. speaking. Another, that is channeling. Yeah, that's, that's channeling. But it doesn't seem like it's a, like a takeover as such. Well, it is because while they're talking through him, he's not going to turn his head the other direction and send see another person oh by the way i wanted to speak about you on that you see like with communication telepathy or i think some people call it audio clarence whatever the word oh, is right yeah it's like they are talking to you or you have yourself an access to the web of information and then you obviously can pick it up or discard it whatever you want but with channeling it's almost like they impact your brain to the point that they will influence your opinion, they will influence your mind. You don't know the extent of control they can take off you when you um, channel. I I can see where you're coming from with that. The the things that I've seen of channeling and even things that they've done Q&As, so they've had questions asked yes. and, and things like that, the messages that are coming through and the way the person is before and after the channel, they do seem improved by it. It doesn't seem like it's been detrimental to them, that they've been used as a voice for these higher dimensional beings. Okay, so on a general note, and obviously, dear listeners and Stephen, do feel disagree with me by all means. It's just my experience from mm. the channels that I've met amazing people, wealth of information, wealth of help, and just like lovely, lovely, always good word to give you, you know, no matter you are down or support you, encourage, whatever. And then after a while, there is this switch happening when the person who channels almost feels deprived of ego. Of what? Ego. It's like they themselves feel unaccomplished because they are only special because they're channeling those beings. Right. And then there is a switch of... Um, I only have seen it with two people, though, just to be very 
affair as well, who went from loving humanity to absolutely hating humanity because they've done so much help, but they've got nothing back for it. Really? Yes. And I feel that is happening not because they're bad people and they don't get anything bad back from people. It's because... They don't leave the experience on a human level while being channeled. So, for example, if I help you and you're very grateful for the help, I will be enriched energetically. I will feel more empowered because I was the one being able to help you. And that's kind of a normal human energy exchange. You know, if I upset you, you're upset, then I may get upset as well. Then we kind of talk it out and then we feel mm. better about the whole thing. There, there is some sort of energy um, close circle, if you like. So let's say I gave some energy to you, you gave some energy back to me. But with channeling, you see there like uh, a body, a vessel, and you are not actually participating that actively in this human emotional circle, whatever I can call. Mm, that's an interesting perspective. I didn't, I didn't think of it like that before. Oh, that's my phone. I didn't, I didn't consider that before. Um, I can see why someone would feel that way and not receiving their own fulfillment because it's, it's another, but then, I don't know. Uh, I, yeah, I can't speak from experience because I'm not myself. I like I've not experienced channeling myself, even though I've done some automatic writing. But the the information that is coming from these higher races, they're spoken with your filter. So it's not like this is why I think sometimes channel information can be good and some can be bad because it's coming through a human mind. Yeah. So the words that they'll use, the language that they'll use, the anecdotes that they'll use <laughs> exactly um all of the kind of references that the person will use will only be constrained by the human mind so it's kind of it's your own filter on that information so it's coming through a filter do you see what i mean so the yeah. person that's giving that information a part of them is in that information because it's their voice their experience them it's it's them but it's it's difficult to explain. Have I sort of explained no, I, it? I understand you. I'm so, sure the listeners will understand too. But you're not talking to them. It's more them talking through you. And that kind of feels... Invasive. Unnatural somewhat. I, I understand. I appreciate. I know that channeling had its time and its place. I would like to think we are moving away from that. Mm. So like it is valid. Like we have... I don't know, huge gratitude for all these people who were into, you know, giving psychic readings or healing. But I can see how we progress away from that into different perception mm. and how most of us are opening up to our own healing abilities, yeah. our own intuition, our own telepathic abilities. And I feel the channeling was a step, yes. three step. Yes, I would agree with that. And I think that eventually we won't need channelers because we'll all be channeling, not channeling, but yeah. accessing the yeah. information, accessing yeah. our guides through telepathy, like you, you were saying, without the need for channel channeling. But what channeling does is gives that higher perspective to the masses, especially with the internet to help all the, all of us ascend and grow our um, collective consciousness, our collective vibration and raise that. So, for example, some of the big channelers um, like Esther Hicks, who channels Abraham, 
all the people that she's affected. That's millions. true. I'll agree with that. All, yeah, all yes. the millions of people that she has affected through the messages from Abraham that have come through her has raised the collective consciousness. Consciousness, and even from Seth, who is it? Is it Jane Roberts who did the Seth books? One of the original channelers from the seventies or eighties mm -hmm. that wrote the book Seth books, which just propelled people's awareness um, and helped people to understand what they were going through. So people that had discovered kind of this ability to channel didn't know what it was googled it or gone to the library and found a book the seth books related it to it and it yeah. helped them to it to it open and expand so i agree with you channeling has had its place and time it has mm -hmm. a place and time um, in helping us to ascend i don't think that time's over yet i think there'll be more this is why i think we're seeing more channelers is because more people are being opened up or pre-practicing before the uh, real skills start to kick in. Yeah, kicks in. it's all part of the growth, all part okay. of the ascension. Okay. That's what I believe. Yep. And then eventually... No, that, that resonates with me. I'll leave it out, definitely. Like that channeled automatic writing. Um, I wrote that and I was like, wow, that's mm. amazing. It, I wrote it for my own. I didn't yes. have any ideas that I would be speaking it to anyone, to saying to anyone, but I wrote it down and it's helped my thing. But it's people will eventually have their own connection with their own guides or their own higher self and be able to channel their own information. It's like, um, it's like speaking to our own intuition. So it's like, um, saying we all have the answers within ourselves. We just got to ask us like you, when we did that first session with the crystals and I would say, I don't know what that is. And you said, well, ask yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and I asked myself, and got the answer. Yeah. It's connecting with our own intuition, our own higher self. And, um, the, the further we go along this ascension path, the easier it it will become to access that information without the need of channelers to um, help us to connect with that information. So Esther Hicks, who does these channels in large groups of people all over um, the internet as well, she's helping us all to access that information, but eventually we won't need that. Mm -hmm. But it does have a purpose, I think. So shall we mention what telepathy is yeah, so people yeah. actually understand the difference because mm. we've heard some people were questioning whether it's the same thing. Mm. And with telepathy, it's the most known product or byproduct of telepathical, telepathical abilities is when you hear other people's thoughts. Right. So I think that's... Oh, the good way to start, if you are really highly sensitive, you know, like empaths, mm -hmm. for me, that's the first stage, actually. Because yeah. then you sense other people's emotions, you can sense their feelings, yeah. you may feel their body temperature without understanding why you feel this cold or warm sensation all over your body. Mm. And once you have managed it or you've learned to trust it, I think that's a key word when you start trusting that you do perceive other people's emotions or whatever the other people mm. may uh, feel then it kicks in with ascendances. It's quite a freaky experience, actually, when you start discovering you hear other people's thoughts. Because the first experience I had, well, I had a few before that I didn't realize. They just made me feel strange. But when I actually realized it, I was like, there's no way I would ever think stuff like that. And I had this woman in front of me. We were a group of four people. And I was like, I can't believe you just thought that. It was quite unpleasant. And I knew exactly why she thought it. And I knew exactly what led to that thought. But I was like, 
wow. And then the next thought, well, now it makes sense why people say, you know, if I give you telepathical abilities, would you take it? Well, I'm not so sure. I want to see other people's thoughts. No, I did not want to hear her thoughts. That's crazy. <laughs> That's freaky. Yeah, it was really unpleasant, but so, it doesn't matter. But then we have positives, right? Like yeah. when you think and I respond. Yeah. I, I, I'm a bit speechless because <laughs> I don't really know what to say to that. The Were you very strong were you a very strong empath before you started oh picking yes up these yes abilities? i was treated for diseases i didn't have right because i had oh, all yes, the seven. symptoms and then um it was really weird because whenever i was next to my mother i would have terrible stomach aches for many years and i saw the connection but i never quite registered the thing is when we are the people who are closest to us the less we realize it's not ours, but it's theirs. Like when we meet new people, we can sense a lot of things. But when we are with people, we are all the time. We don't separate when it's ours or not. And then, of course, she's diagnosed with cancer, stomach cancer. My goodness. Yeah. And I was just like, wow. Wow. And I was treated for everything stomach. Stomach ulcer, stomach this, stomach that. They couldn't find anything wrong. Discharged. Then again on some medicine. Yeah, nothing wrong. It wasn't me. So, when you hear people's thoughts, do you do you hear it as a voice in your head, or do you know it? No, it's uh, it's weird. It's more like uh, you sent the stimulus. In this particular scenario, we had which breed, you know, what what's your cat's breed, mm-hmm. whatever, and it was an urge to respond or say the cat is Bengal. Mm. But you didn't hear. No, no, no. It's not. Just, it's not. It's just a no. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of a stimulus response. Yeah. It's quite cool. That's, that's like amazing. I don't even waste my time on listening to you anymore. Because <laughs> I've, I've read a lot of books um, where they describe telepathic communication and how instantaneous and the fact that our words are such a old, you know, slow way of yes, communicating. Yes. And it's so um, ancient. You yes. know, it's so um, old. It's ridiculous. And how telepath- telepathic communication is the future and it's... But, and I think you might have touched upon it, it, if you, if everyone had this ability at this point, it would just be hell on earth because you wouldn't, you, we would break down hearing what other people, we're not light enough beings. Um, yeah, I see what beings. you mean. Well, also don't forget our DNAs are not upgraded properly. We can't possibly process all the vast information that we mm. potentially need mm. for ascension as well. So I think, Not quite there. as I understand it, as we as we continue through this ascension and we get closer to fourth dimension and higher, that um, as the truth exposure again, all this truth comes out, we can't hide the negativity anymore. It's all going to come out once all of that is is out, and we are a much happier, truthful, sincere race. Tele- telepathic communications can start opening up because we're not going to. Um, damage each other's minds through telepathic communication. I don't know. I see it more coming like a storm over us and we just suddenly have to deal with it. Do you think? Yeah, that's how I feel. That's interesting. But then don't forget, like we all experience bits of telepathy here and there. Like, you know, the couple, you just met each other and then suddenly he says one thing and you're like, oh, I just thought it. Yeah. Or she suddenly says one word and you just put another word and the sentence is complete and it's quite funny actually because in my other work 
that's that causes a lot of problems between couples because they got used to these telepathic abilities or whatever they think oh my god we are so connected and then they get kids and they think they're still connected but kids bring their own energies and actually their old habits of communication are no longer working because they need to reassess the whole energetical connection anew that's fascinating yeah so it's just sidetrack a bit to a fun bit because yes because i imagine the reason why some that couples when you instantly meet and you connect and everything is because your energy frequencies are so aligned, they're yeah. in tune. Um, it's like tuning a radio, you tune to the right station, you both tune to the right station, you're both listening to the same radio station. And then when the child comes on, it's interesting how that would just disrupt both yeah, of you yeah. to be think, out. Yeah. And then what you, is that just a period of adjustment to that child's energy and connecting yes, all of you together? Yes and no, in a sense that adults don't realise what has happened and they still assume the response will be the same. So the only um, advice here is communicate to the point. So don't assume anymore what your mm. partner is saying for at least two, three years of your uh, first child's life. I don't know, like first two, three years, forget it. But then don't forget, children go to school. They bring again more energy disruptions. So ideally, communication is the key. Forget telepathy there. So let's just not touch parents with children for a while <laughs> so that's 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 communication with the two the two parents right yeah. what happens with the child is there anything you can do with the child to try and because um, especially if there's going to be if they're going to be going to school or nursery and picking up lots and lots of different energies is there anything that you can do to try and help the child to because they're, they're probably taking on yeah, some negativity well, right I, let's just Talk about me again, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a good example. <laughs> when I was small, I was in kindergarten, and I definitely know I was at least eight, nine, eight or nine months old, not younger, because I kind of was very furious with my parents for giving me sir. It doesn't matter. I'm there in kindergarten, in my uh, bed, standing there holding on to this bars so I don't fall out. And I was talking to other children telepathically. We all were communicating. Mm-hmm. So when my parents came pick me up, I was telling them about the problem I encountered. And then I realized that, you know, my words don't quite come out the way the humans speak or my parents spoke. And I couldn't understand why I can communicate with the kids in the kindergarten, but not my parents. Like there was no this therapeutic communication. The only reason I'm saying that, if you have kids and they say they know what the other child thinks, because that's how it starts, or they try to say no this child definitely thought that just support it mm. even if they're wrong just let them think it is true because they sh must have some sort of abilities and you mm. really want to nurture it you don't want to just discard the love for them mm. so you you're encouraging that yeah. you know by saying yes let's do it um you know you should you, you don't should even need to encourage you just listen just don't yeah, laugh at them accept yeah accept it um is there any kind of practice that you would put in with your child, like a meditation or any kind of cleansing practice would you do with a child uh, as they're growing up? Like, I'm just wondering um, when is the right age would you uh, expose a child to kind of any kind of spiritual practice? Wow, that's a big question. Shall we save it for another podcast? Yeah. Really, like <laughs> we already did channeling and I think, think I, i'd topic. like to yeah i'd like to close on channeling it's a big deal out there lots of pe people are fighting or struggling that they can't channel they get really obsessed about it and i want to be sure to tell i just like want to tell you guys if you can't channel relax not 
all people who have telepathic abilities will go through channeling. It is not necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's dangerous to be so obsessed with it as well. Yeah. It's not healthy. Okay, that's channeling and telepathy. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. See Thank you on the you. next one. Bye. Bye.